0: Hello? Okay. <laughs> Here we
1: go. You ever, you ever just scream before? Pump yourself up?
0: Not scream. I do this thing called... <laughs> you're, I this, just, you're just screaming. <laughs> I do this thing called a power pose where you just stand there like a superhero and it just makes yeah. you feel more confident. Exactly. I don't know if that actually works. <laughs> I remember my freshman biology teacher told us that and he let us do it for like a minute before every exam. Yeah. And... I still got a D in that class. So, like. I
1: mean, honestly, it's one of those things, though, that, like, it's not going to work for you, especially if you don't, like, give in and just do it. A lot of people are so worried, oh, that's stupid, you know? Yeah, like a, like a placebo kind uh, of thing. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. sometimes that stuff just doesn't work. I can be as confident as I want, but it doesn't mean it's going to get me the grade. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I also feel like the more, like, the more fun you're having in the class, it may seem like a distraction, but I feel like I do better in those classes. Exactly. Because, like, I'm not... I'm not zoning out because I'm bored yeah. and I'm not thinking about something else because I'm bored. Welcome to Sneak Speak. Sneak Speak, Sneak Speak Sneak Speak, Sneak Sneak Speak, sneak, 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 sneak,
1: sneak, sneak Speak, Speak Sneak, You're sneak, to sneak speak. Speak by Sneak
0: Speaker. Welcome to Sneak Speak, the podcast where we dive into the shoe game, bring you insight on the hottest upcoming releases, and the latest on controversies in the sneaker world. another episode of sneak speak we are doing this a little differently this time this is exciting this is our first like live podcast which seems weird because like every podcast should be a lot but this is the first time that it's not on zoom because we started this in the pandemic and it's it's low-key a little nerve-wracking looking straight at my guests like we're like sitting across from each other um but once again special guest. every guest is special another special guest we have with us this one's kind of crazy how how we met. We'll dive into that a little bit, but first I'm gonna let Devin introduce herself.
1: So, yes, I'm Devin. Um, I'm Baja Kicks on Instagram. As some of you may know, female reseller. Um, not too many out there. So, honestly, it honestly feels good to be one of the few. Yeah. But um, I go to Long Beach. With Mateo. We both go here. That's a little bit on how we met. I'm not going to say too much about that, but some more stuff about me. I used to sell Golf Wank. That's kind of how I got into reselling. And um, I actually sold my entire collection to be able to do this. So thankfully, it ended up being the right decision. But I'm just really happy to be here and happy to finally be on this podcast because I love watching it so and listening to it on my drives. So
0: that was. That was so funny. I really appreciate like you coming to the DMs and we were talking for like, we've like, we've talked like here and there. The first time we talked was when you were still a golf account. And that's why I like reached out to you. Um, You kind of defying the odds that you're a female reseller, strictly golf. Like some people have their things against golf, but not too many people have like golf only. I think I only know like four or five accounts I really mess with did you have a basketball? Was that you? The basketball and a soccer ball? I
1: yes. I messaged
0: me. I messaged you because I wanted the basketball. Yeah. At that point. And I kind of regret not taking it, but also like I don't know if I would have wanted to spend that much on a basketball that I wasn't gonna play with. Besides the point, I could tell that like you were really passionate about that, at least yeah. back then. And then watching you shift over to shoes and whatever like everything else that you're doing now. I thought the growth was insane too to be able to flip it around and keep the customer base and then grow on top of that. Cause like those two customer bases are like pretty, pretty different. Like Very those different. guys like the golf guys are into or like not the guys, but like everybody. Um they're in like the clothing, but they're not into the same sneakers that all the sneakerheads are into. So you kinda of have to shift everything over. So it's impressive that you were able to do that and keep the growth there and do all that stuff. Um but more recently we had, had, I don't know if it was like the same conversation. You said something about moving to college. And then I asked, I always just ask people where they're moving to college. Um, and she happened to say Long Beach. And I was like, oh, bet, yeah, I'm in Long Beach. And we talked, like, we did the whole spiel. You know, we did all that stuff. And then. I mean, we've like, always that? had
1: conversations here and there. But I feel like.
0: Oh, the podcast. When
1: I finally got to listen to the podcast. Yeah, it was really big for me.
0: Yeah. And I think, so it was the last, either the last episode or two episodes ago. Um depends on when this gets uploaded but it was the one with connor you've become good friends with connor at least on yeah. instagram have you ever met him in person
1: i have not met him in person but it's
0: just like one of those like gamer friends like yeah. we have those same things in the reseller community like how long have i been talking to you like a year and a half Probably, and, this, yeah. and we met for the first time today we're at the club fair um for those of you that don't know i play ultimate frisbee so i was at our ultimate frisbee table was able to actually recruit Devin to come try it for the women's team so we'll see how she does out there I'm pretty confident she's athletic she can do it she can handle it it was a really funny conversation that we were having that she was like really into the podcast and like low-key fangirl you said you're like I'm not even afraid I'm a fan like a fangirl no
1: for real I I do not like podcasts usually (laughs) I'm not a fan of them at all Um, a lot of them I just find really boring some of them are just for the drama of it a lot of people like to listen to that kind of stuff I'm not one of those kinds of people (laughs) Um, but it's actually a funny story. I actually got pulled over, um, on my way to Newport. Um, the police officer thought I was texting. I was actually just recentering my maps. It's crazy how you can look down for one second and press a button and there's a cop behind you. But unfortunately that ended up happening. So I was super paranoid about even like switching a song. So I had <laughs> to come up with an alternative and I'd seen that Connor was on the podcast. So I was like, oh, I'm going to keep, I'm going to give it a listen, like, I mess with both these guys. I really like the content they put out there. So I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and give it a listen. And it was really, really, really interesting. Like it's crazy. Cause I always talk to people about sneakers, but I never really know if they're actually listening. So to me, like, being able to listen to someone else's conversation and then like relate to what they're saying. And I almost just want to like join in and give feedback, but yes. um, it's just really refreshing to be honest. So that's kind of what drew me there is I felt like I drove a lot safer I'm, <laughs> I'm going slower because I'm focused on something else but I'm still focused on the road and so that was just my alternative and it honestly made me feel a lot better it's such a weird thing but it was uh, it was really good for me me peace you. of
0: mind that was it was really nice so thank you for that you told me yeah. that before and I so appreciate it and it's very special to hear I feel like I haven't heard anything like someone that invested in it it was really cool one of my favorite things that you said i don't know if you're exaggerating or not you said i haven't listened to music in two days
1: no i haven't because <laughs> well i hadn't at the time because i was so terrified that oh there's a song i don't like skip caught behind me again i don't know if you guys know but if you get a ticket twice in is it? A, it's 18 months i think maybe it's raps you're it's it's over for you okay. it's it's not good so i was terrified. Tickets like a good amount of money. I'm not trying to have that happen again. That's a lot of profit <laughs> oh, right there. No so way. um I literally did not listen to music for two days
0: and my alternative was sneak speak. That so, was awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So today we have a very uh what's the word? Innovative, I guess, podcast compared to our past episodes. We have our first in-person podcast. We have our first female guest and we're gonna do this for the first or oh, we're gonna talk about our first event experiences. Um Baja Kicks and Devin had what was uh don't tell me. It wasn't Kobe's, was it? No, it was uh it was it was God uh Soul Natives. Yes. Yeah, so they had a Soul Natives event, they went out, that was Devin's first time uh vending at an event. We vended at a couple, not too many, but this was our um first time vending at SneakerCon, which is like the world's biggest sneaker event, which was amazing. And we'll get into the details of that later. And I also wanted to introduce a segment that Fernando's been suggesting for a while. Uh, Kicks of the day. For those of, like, my personal friends that I have streaks with, I don't, like, I send streaks, but they're my kicks of the day. And, every, like, <laughs> I've been doing that for years. Whenever I, like, link up with people, first personally, like, oh, what's your kicks of the day? <laughs> like, they're not even into sneakers. They just know that I am. And it's really funny. So we're going to start doing that today. We'll start with Devin. Oh, this is the funniest. I remember earlier I was telling you it was, like, a funny story. Yeah. Tell the people what you got on feet. and then I'll So you. I
1: got Curry's on feet today.
0: Curry dunks. Yeah. Some of the best dunks. quality dunks that come out, like, recently. I that distress suede is
1: i have retired from buying the plastic dunks i'm so over <laughs> it i'm actually selling not leather, i'm selling plastic. my spartans so yeah. i'm over it I, I sold my spartans and i'm getting the new yellow strikes solely because of the quality i'm so over these plastic dunks only ones i'm gonna keep probably are pandas and i don't even know how long that'll last
0: but. the yellow strikes are the ones that came out with like the purple ones right purple or like the same yeah. color color scheme yeah. yeah all right so before i get into my kicks of the day this is what's crazy. Uh, you live in an on, off-campus dorm. Yeah. One of my really close friends also lives in an off-campus dorm. You might have seen him at the at the table uh, earlier today at the, what's it called? Oh. The Week of Welcome. It's like where we have our club fair, for those of you that don't know. um, You said you took the bus here uh, or like the shuttle The whatever. shuttle, yeah. I was telling him, I was like, okay, so after this thing, I got to go shoot this podcast with Devin. It's like, she's, she lives. Uh, I was telling him, just the background. And he goes, oh, there was like... I was on the shuttle today and he was like, some girl was like talking to another girl saying like, Oh, I want to get shoes. No, no, and exactly. I was like, I, t- I told him I was like, was She wearing an orange crew neck. He's like, I think so. He's like, What shoes was it? He's not into shoes at yeah. all. He's like, I saw the shoes. And I was like, She was wearing like brown and white. Like, he's like, Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And so he's like, he was apparently in the aisle across from you. Yeah, no, I and- saw
1: everyone could hear us. We were talking <laughs> about
0: it. Like he heard the girl. The girl came up to you and said, "Oh, I like those shoes. I've been wanting those shoes." Yeah. And you started marketing yourself. You yeah, up. And exactly. I was like, I was like, "Oh, her name's." Oh, I told him like, "Oh, her and her name's Devin." She's like, "Yep." She said that. She said her name was Devin. I was yeah. like, "That's crazy."
1: No, exactly. <laughs> I. There's been a few encounters like that at Long Beach so far, where somebody will tell me, "Hey, like, I like your shoes," and I'll use that as my opportunity. To, yeah, it's really nice. You know, plug the Instagram. Yeah. I actually. I actually had a, a classmate yesterday and we were being put into breakout rooms and we had to like talk about stuff and one of the things I mentioned was that I resell sneakers and she was like, Oh, what's your Instagram? Like, I need four Y and I'm like she's like, Nobody ever has it. I was like, Yeah, but I can find them for you if you need it. Like, don't even worry about it.
0: Yeah, like, I, I got a couple, couple. I got a couple. I I'm like the guy that'll buy anything. Like I'll buy preschool shoes yeah. if it's if it's worth it. But But anyways. she
1: literally I checked her Instagram account today and she has fifty six thousand followers. So uh might have to
0: <laughs> We have those here. <laughs> give a discount. <laughs> Bro, that's another thing that like um our guys at college kicks, they had talked about that and it was like a really funny segment. They're like, why do we give famous people, like rich people free stuff? Exactly. Like out of everybody, like they don't need it. Yeah. Have he you was, seen
1: Cool Kicks videos? Yeah. Free free uh free shoes, they make the shot. What about me? I need help so me out. Like,
0: they were like if Lil Yachty walks into Lil Caesars, they will be like Oh, so yada! Like I'm a big fan here. Take free yeah, pizza. Free like pizza. he's the one guy that doesn't need it. He has Things millions like $5. of dollars. Yeah, no. Um. Yes, that was funny. So Curry's on feet. Yeah. Definitely, heat Are you put first day? What would you wear on the first day of school? Like do you do? You, okay, do you dress to impress on the first day or the second day?
1: I don't even focus on that kind of stuff. No. I think I this wore I wore day. St. John's on the first day, and oh, my wow. second day I wore Syracuse. So I, I was wow. kind of <laughs> I was kind of letting them know a little bit, but I actually decided that I'm going to take my collection home because it's I little... feel like nobody really cares that much here. Nah. So. I feel like I don't know. I, I, I feel like, like it's sitting there.
0: I feel like before that was the case, but I feel like a lot of people have become very aware over the pandemic yeah. like during the pandemic, just yeah. like being online all the time. They they definitely know what's going on. I think the bigger concern is like, are you gonna let other people into your dorm room?
1: Yeah, that's exactly and like,
0: like it, if the answer is no, it's like not too much of I I don't
1: like bro. stuff sitting there. I also I was going to a party I think last week and I was like, I cannot risk anyone getting <laughs> anything on the curries. I was like, there are pairs you beat and there are pairs
0: you, you don't. Didn't, you didn't bring any beaters?
1: I mean, I have vans, but that's it. So I, I literally, I went back to my dorm before because I didn't know it was like on the spot. I went back to my dorm just to put on vans and to take off the that. curries. I would do that. I was it's like, I, I am not. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm, something I'm, gets anything on the suede, it's over.
0: I made a mistake wearing revenge storms to a new year's party yeah someone you Oh, that's and disgusting yeah. That, yeah
1: that isn't going away
0: either.
1: you're gonna remember this, that
0: and both of my revenges that i bought were before like the oversaturation of all the, yeah. the replicas Yeah, exactly. oh that's also another thing that we're hoping to touch later today is like what do we think of replicas that's a, yeah that's a whole other thing me what i got on feet i got the air max one swipers. um the people that know me, obviously, I already said I play ultimate frisbee. The thing with ultimate frisbee, everybody in the sport eventually gets a nickname. At least in, at least at our school, most schools do the same thing. Um, I was nicknamed Swiper for uh, re- reasons. It was like kind of Deer Fox, but more specifically the shoes. And so I already liked the shoes, but I just had to cop them. So. It was very, very apropos that we're shooting the sneak Street podcast right after doing recruiting for Ultimate. And I had to rock the jersey with my name swipe on the back and had to rock the shoes, the matching name on the heel.
1: Always so, together.
0: I, I love the I love the detail of these shoes because if nobody knows, they like mismatched. So the little lining around the outside and the mesh on the toe boxes, different colors, but like the insoles he's like really into astronomy and science so like the insults have a bunch of like chalk equations on it yeah that's cool and the has his number five on the what's called on the tongue and it's like inside the sun or like planets like for the same astronomy reasons and then the colors are like different they're like a blue orange and a red with like black marble and it's supposed to look like the kind of stuff that makes up the planets and the kind of elements that make up the planets that like putting extra thought into that like dogs are cool like or bands are cool certainly like, just colors that look good together but when they're crazy they're crazy but when they have a story to them that makes them look exactly uh, that's what i love about a lot of these shoes all right let's hop into first event experience soul natives uh tarzana yeah okay tell me about that
1: it was great um i'm definitely looking to do it again soon i think I've kind of settled on a general format for my page now that I'm at college because I come on like Thursday nights and then I come back Sunday nights um, to deal with any kind of sneaker stuff. But I think that I'm going to be doing one story sale every like two months and going to be doing events in, the, in my spare time just solely off of how good my sneaker event experience was. Um, it was crazy getting to meet so many people that you've heard about or that you've done business with, but getting to do that in person is a whole different experience. And it's just, it's crazy to like see them face to face and actually put like a face to a name, Mm -hmm. even if it's not their Mm -hmm. actual name, it was just their Instagram, but it was just unbelievable that within like the first five minutes of them opening the doors, like 10 shoes are off your table. Yeah, It's crazy. All my pandas flew in the first 10 minutes. Um, i realize now that i should have sold for a bin i should have just not
0: negotiated on
1: because people would have taken them but it was crazy
0: what were you chart what were you asking
1: so on women's i think i was asking like 270 and men's like 310 but people put stuff way higher so i was trying to price it to move and within like the first 10 minutes like obviously like a bunch of pairs went but after that because everyone kind of goes in a circle. Mm-hmm. It was really intimidating, because it's like, oh my God, there's 30 minutes have passed and not a single shoe has been bought yeah. since. I'm sitting here and I'm like, man, I shouldn't have bought these Dunk Highs. I like,
0: feel the pressure. Exactly, yeah. you're
1: like sitting there, and I was with my buddy, RJ, I hired him for the night. <laughs> and, because um, I, I knew I was going to need help, but um, we're sitting there. And I'm like, I didn't want to admit it. And I finally said, I'm like, dude, I'm a little worried. Like, <laughs> I paid like, I ended up splitting up costs to actually get the spot with uh, Souls and Sneaker Culture LA um, to be able to just make it more affordable for all all of us. But still, it's like you're spending like 70 bucks. I'm like, how much profit have I even made? (laughs) Because I've only sold like 10 shoes. But then all of a sudden, it's just people buying a ton of pairs. Um, It was super cool, like doing coin flips, all that kind of stuff. Um, Tropical sneakers took probably i think he took 17 pairs I saw that. so yeah it was crazy it was just crazy like getting to meet so many different people and everyone's just genuinely having such a good time nobody's really like stressed out about anything it was just it was really good and it's also just crazy to see all that inventory sell at once mm-hmm. i only had four pairs left at the end of the
0: day how many did you come with
1: uh i want to say like a little over 40
0: nice nice so it was really 90%. it was a really really good so 90 percent yeah gone.
1: exactly it was crazy that's what
0: happens when you put a good price exactly i knew <laughs> I,
1: I knew going into it i was gonna have to be a little even a little bit lower than other people i know um people were gonna want to leave with at least something so mm-hmm. i was like if they compare their prices and then they come back to me yeah um they're gonna want to take something home so
0: yeah sounds like great experience. we were talking about it a little bit in like that was definitely a great first experience for you i think selling 90 percent of the yeah. inventory is like that's massive most yeah, exactly. people most people don't do that most people will take home maybe half or less than half yeah um, i know for us it felt like i only got rid of like 20 percent, but mm-hmm. it's because i was like buying shoes as well too cause i'm mm-hmm. just looking for new stuff because what scares me a lot is like going home with a bunch of cash yeah like people at these events like people do online payments but it's it's mostly cash
1: yeah i didn't know that either i learned that when i got yeah. there i thought. A lot of stuff was going to be through Zelle, Venmo, all that. But it's all cash. And I was like, I should have got a money <laughs> pen. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, the wow, counterfeit. Nice, yeah. Yeah. That, thing, that thing works wonders. I show up, They're like, what is that? And I'm like, I'll write on a normal piece of paper, and it it turns up like brown. And you throw it on a dollar bill, and it turns up clear. So you guys ever see those around? That's what they're doing. Um, my event journey started at SneakerCon, but I started in the trading pit. And I went – it was – SneakerCon, it was SneakerCon Bay Area 2019. It's like a month or two after he graduated. And we just brought a tarp. I brought uh, one of my partners and then three other friends who were selling their own thing. And we had kind of had like this big area on the floor just to kind of like set the scene. Set the, scene. the imagine like a fifth of a convention center dedicated to the trading pit. And then they have to get like painters tape and make a walk away. And everybody's like, has to stay behind these painter's tape. It was a struggle to like find a spot and to stay behind the pa- painter's tape because they would like get mad at you if you feel like one item was like over because of the walkway and then people are like all coming around, and they're crowding you. And like for somebody who's never like, I would count that as vending. Like we had, like we posted up in one spot and that was a really good time for us. I think trades, that's when I realized that trades were huge at events. Trades are huge and you have to be on your toes a lot when it comes to negotiations. Like you have to know your numbers. There's no time to dilly dally and look at your paper and look up numbers on StockX. You have to know your product because if you don't, you just you risk them going, Ah, never mind. I'll just come yeah, back later.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, you don't want to waste anyone's time. And at the same time, you don't want to lose a sale. Seems like pretty obvious. But it just like you get hit with that realization really quickly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that ends in like losses and sometimes you end in wins. But at the end of the day, like, do you really want to go home with anything? Exactly. So we went from there. Um, six months later, uh, SneakerCon LA, I went with one friend who I met here at Long Beach. Uh, he was our first guest on the podcast, Brian. And so we went to SneakerCon LA together, did the same exact thing. And at that point I started actually keeping track of my sales. When I entered college, I made my spreadsheet and I started keeping track of my sales. In two days in the trading pit, I include like trades as like sales and also purchases. It's kind of like a weird thing, but My numbers added up to 2,200 in sales in two days. And I had maybe like 15 pairs and like a few t-shirts. That's what I like came in with. I I remember I had like a duffel bag and two Ikea bags. Yeah. And I was just able to walk in and do all that jazz. So when the pandemic hit and then it lightened up a little bit, we were able to do outside events. Shout out to Koi from from the meet. Uh, We did a couple Northern California events and the vendor spots are really cheap. They're like 20 20 bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. And... The thing is i realized there that this was like after the pandemic obviously the sneaker con was before the pandemic Those were 2019. i realized at these new events that the i mean i kind of knew it but i saw it firsthand that the pandemic had resulted in a lot of lot more resellers and it's because people are looking for more income people are like trying to do like and what that means is that you get a lot more low balls you still have like consumers and a lot of these people still want to wear shoes for themselves but they're not willing to pay consumer prices for shoes that they're going to wear they know that they can get a deal cheaper So I started getting scared, smaller margins. I was like, are we even going to get sales because nobody's going to want to pay stuff? It was still a really good time, especially with only a $20 vendor fee. But I did that twice. And then going into SneakerCon Bay Area, which was two weeks ago now, three weeks ago, I was like very intimidated because everything stepped the game. Like everything was like up, 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 up. Here's the stats for SneakerCon. It was impossible for me to find this on... I couldn't find it on Reddit, Google, like, whatever. I had to wait and ask nearcom what their prices were. It's 425 for a table. <laughs> it's a six by six space. And then you can... That includes two people. And you can get another two people for an extra $50 each. But you don't get more space. Yeah. And I was like, 420 That's $525. Do
1: they even offer extra tables or no?
0: Yeah, but if you get an extra table, it's the same price. Really? There's no, like, discount for getting wow. an extra table. Yeah. So, like... I know, we were set up next to Sneak City. Yeah. Three tables. <laughs> wow, three they, got tables, it like that. they got it
1: like three that. Three
0: tables, six people, so much heat. And, and I started, like, I started questioning, I was like, okay, do I really want to drop 425? But then I was like, okay, it's SneakerCon, but there's also going to be a bunch of resellers there. We sent it, we brought four guys, it was $136 each. SneakerCon in LA over two days was $2,200. Day one of SneakerCon, we more than doubled that. And then day two. In
1: sales or in what? Sales, yeah. Oh, yeah that's great.
0: And then day two, uh, we hit about the same, if not a like couple hundred dollars more. I was talking to other experienced vendors from SneakerCon, and they were saying that they, what they did in two days, they used to be able to do in one. And I think it's a combination of the. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Mateo. I'm actually sitting here editing this podcast, and I realized I forgot something. On next week's episode of Sneak Speak, we're going to get Fernando, Mason, and Meneb, and we're going to give our recap on vending at SneakerCon. In my conversation with Devin, I kind of got carried away, and I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but I am going to leave in my favorite snippets of Devin's response. Just make sure to tune in next week for the full story.
1: I also feel like people nowadays are really going into it with one purpose, but some people are literally just there for the money. I don't understand how you can keep doing it if you don't have a love for it. I like to turn to experiences and remember that it's worth it because of those experiences. So I don't really understand how people do it without living for those moments.
0: I don't know. It's like one of those things, like from a numbers perspective, for me, like I made more in two days, in 16 hours of selling a steer con than I've made any other month in my career. Yeah. But like to other people that like do this and have been doing it longer than I have, that's like what they did was really nothing that was my fourth sneaker con the first one that i went to i, I didn't talk about because i was just a consumer at that one yeah and it was just fun it was an experience i bought like i didn't buy any shoes i bought i bought a jordan 11 pillow yeah i bought keychains i got posters i did all i did all that i was a sophomore in high school a junior or something but like it's just not the same anymore
1: pipping out the door
0: yeah <laughs> 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 all my yeah all my sneaker i bought a sneaker clock well the clock that i've oh, always I see, wanted to I've get seen those before. The jo- it goes yeah. like jordan 1 to jordan yeah, 12 those yeah. Are sick. yeah that one i love I'm I'm still looking forward to the next one. I just hope they kinda like figure out a way to step up their game or just fix something. Make the make the vendor spots like more limited or something.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that it was because of COVID and that they weren't allowed to do um, as many things as they as they would have wanted. But that is disappointing me.
0: Like the one thing too is like I'm into this, right? And I like getting sneakers for myself, but I'm not on like Jordans or Yeezys or Dunks really. I don't have any dunks. I have two three pairs of Jordans, one pair of Yeezys. I feel like most people have a lot more than that. Yeah. Everybody knows that I love Vans. I went in trying to find some Vans. If yeah. I went in in 2019, there'd be Supreme Vans and Palace Vans and and Golf Vans everywhere. Yeah. I saw one pair of Golf Vans, really? no Palace Vans, two pairs of Supreme Vans. I've had quite a few Golf Vans, but I sold them all. I need them in a size. Th- oh, I hit you up about those too. I think, but they weren't my because size. And some old schools. Were they? I don't remember. Which, I, you didn't have a size. Inga 10. Blue, you didn't have a size ten, but I wanted a size ten. Yeah. And no, so I, I still haven't found those, but like it's just like impossible. I mean, like from a business perspective, you want to buy stuff that's going to move. And right now, that's Jordan 1s, that's Dunks, that's Jordan 4s. Exactly. Back then, back in the day, like you can get rare stuff and not worry about it because someone was going to buy it because it looked cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Now you're buying it because some influencer on TikTok or on Instagram wears it. And you yeah. Realize, exactly. Like you realize it looks cool. And like if you still think it looks cool, that's fine. But like people are finding shoes for different reasons than we have in the past. And yeah. It's very interesting to see how that affects like everything else yeah so for sure how weird or bad would it be to start an event no jordan we can't allow jordan ones or dunks. oh fours. i'd be
1: broke <laughs> i'd have no table <laughs> you
0: know it would just be closed at that
1: point i don't even know if i'd have that
0: that's why i think mine my inventory is a little different because i'll still buy different. jordan 12s i yeah. i'll buy jordan 11s threes not yeah. twos or eights but
1: like, that's what's different is like your clientele and all your followers is all based off of the fact that you do
0: still buy and those kinds like, of things it's like low selfish on my part but it's like I want them to be like I want them to buy it because they like yeah, it not exactly. because like my price better than somebody else yeah like I want them to have to I want to show it to them and be like oh shit I like that I'll take it yeah
1: exactly. you know?
0: like that's kind of like if you're like a good salesman I feel like that's like something that I should be doing
1: I mean yeah if you, if you can make that work then kudos to you on that because that's that's something super cool yeah. To be able to do. So.
0: And yeah, I think it's thank you. I think it it's like one of the things that helps you separate yourself from other people. But at the same time, it's like pretty challenging and kind of scary to yeah. have to buy stuff that you're questioning and exactly. moving. A lot of the stuff, honestly, I, I hold on to for a long time because nobody's interested. But eventually, someone will take it. Yeah. That's what I've learned. Like I've held stuff for very long, and as long as I'm not desperate for money, I'm willing to do it. Yeah and it's not really a burden on me. I don't want to have to worry about having to flip stuff so I can yeah. eat.
1: Yeah. So I'm still in that phase of trying to build up my capital as much as possible. So that's why for me I don't really like holding stuff. Everything's a quick flip pretty much for me.
0: It's yeah. We were yeah, we were talking about that on our walk over here. Yeah. Was it holding or quick flips? We've kind of touched on it in the past with podcasts. but I think it's also cool like everybody has a different way of making their money they all have their their niche what they're into what their customers are into and that's like that's like the struggle in the beginning when you start selling you have to figure out the people that you're selling to and what they want because like even though everybody right now is dunks and ones are automatic but not everybody wants just that exactly so yeah like like organizing like a golf client like i was saying earlier like organizing a golf clientele and then figuring out what else they want is like pretty challenging yeah so big kudos there Alright. Fix. Hit me. You said you said you are like, what are your thoughts on reps? You're like, I can go on what do you say? I can go on for i mean, I'm I thought <laughs> spit it's, game. Spit, it's spit pretty, game day.
1: It's pretty specific. It it depends on what it's for. Um <laughs> like most people, I don't like when people wear reps to flaunt as real.
0: I think we're on the same piece. All right.
1: Um I think it's sick when someone skates reps. I think it's oh, I I interesting. like that. I like that because It still has that look, but you're destroying them, but it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, To me, I just, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of reps in general. I would never get reps. Um, I feel like getting real sneakers and some of the higher end stuff and harder to obtain, um, part of that is working hard enough to be able to get them. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when I'm in a position now where a lot of those pairs, I am able to afford them because I work so hard. I feel like I deserve to be able to spend that kind of money on myself. As much as a lot of people don't want to, Mm -hmm. um, I feel like being able to buy those pairs keeps it fun for me. Um, It gives me something to work towards when I might be lacking that motivation. Um, But yeah, I just... I'm not the biggest fan of them, especially when they're horrible. Guys, if you're going to buy fakes, at least get, like, decent ones. <laughs> if you're going to buy fakes, I don't want to know about it. You can buy fakes. I don't really care. Um,
0: <laughs> just don't. If we ask you, like, oh, would you get, oh, are those real? Like, don't say yes. Yeah, don't say yes. That's I, like that's all I really have. I mean, I think that's my, that's my main thing, too, is, like, if you're going to wear fakes, just don't try to pass them off as real to yeah. me or anybody else or, like, when you sell them or whatever. Like, that's just – I'm not going to – because, like, most people think that you'll get judged for wearing fakes. I'm not going to judge you. Wearing fakes, there's some sneakers that I just think are overpriced. Exactly, like, I know you just got the Kentucky's, but like, I'm not, no way, I'm paying 600 800 not, I for. I did not pay that
1: high, I paid really low. Well. That's the only reason why I have them. I damn. traded, I've traded towards oh, trade, a lot of my yeah, trades. Work, trades, so Evan, <laughs> if Evan's listening to this, he's gonna be so mad. But so, we actually did a giveaway recently, and I got a pair of community gardens. For pretty low
0: that was a while ago right was it wasn't it your that personal long ago. one or one that you were... well no
1: this is this was one that i just bought to resell oh, okay. um i told evan i said put them on try them on because he was like oh wait these are my size I said, try them on so he tries them on and then he facetimes me the next day with his mom and his mom's like he needs to get them i'm like i know see i'm glad we're on the same page mom <laughs> like glad we're on the same page so we're at Soul Natives, and we finalized a trade there for the Kentuckys. Uh, they just, the only thing that they don't have is white laces, but they were, like, really, really clean. This is Evan finding out, if he's listening to this, how much I paid on the community no. cards. Uh, I paid 310
0: No way. Wait, wait. <laughs>
1: it was a straight trade Gosh. for Kentuckys.
0: Wait, and you gave it to him?
1: Yeah, we traded.
0: No. So I got the Kentuckys what? for
1: 310 He's going to be so mad if he
0: listens to <laughs> this. Tell, tell the people how much. Like, how much would you value them at? Uh, Like,
1: 470 probably. They're yeah. size 8. They're pretty... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's it pretty good on my part. I mean, he paid... I don't even know how much he paid on the Kentuckys. He didn't even pay, pay high on them or anything. He Kentuckys are well communities. On the Kentuckys. Like, so, he had the Kentuckys. He got them from Cool Kings, actually, for really
0: low. Oh, you traded with him? So, yeah. I traded oh, with Evan. I
1: this is him finding out because I'm sure he'll listen. To me. But yeah, I got them. And then I actually traded towards my off-white Jordan 4s. I ended up trading and it was only seven eighty. So yeah. I'm mindful. I'm very mindful when I get personals. So that's a difference, I feel like, between See, like, me and a lot of other people.
0: Mindful for me, I've never spent... More than 250 yeah, on a pair of shoes for myself. And I'm, that's good for
1: your business. Like, very good.
0: Yeah, I have a good amount of shoes that are worth more than 250 I was just able to get them for like yeah. a good price. And when it comes to like shoes that I put them, I just don't like spend that much money. What were we talking about? Oh, fixed, fixed. Yeah. So, like, if it's like, okay, one of my friends really loves the Kentucky's, but he's not about to drop $800 for his yeah. size and he wants it new. So, I put a poll on my Instagram. I said, you only have. $200 and you want to get Kentuckys. Do you hold the money and you save up and you get Kentuckys? Do you get Kentucky fakes? Do you get cobalts? Do you paint them? I or do you get Kentucky way. highs? It was pretty like spread out across the whole thing. Yeah. And I think most people had said either Kentucky highs or paint the cobalts. Because like you only have $150, $200. Yeah. And like that's when like I really start to understand. like, yeah, I don't, not going to, I'm not going to smack on you for, getting fake shoes when the shoes are like 800 yeah. or a grand or whatever exactly like if you get fake mags i don't care they're mags who's gonna, yeah. like who else is rocking van or rocking mags but if you get like i don't know fake vans if they even make those are like fake basically revenge like yeah yeah. <laughs> okay well now i have revenge storms but like now the revenge storms are like oversaturated too. yeah they're now like, they're all over the place like fake jordan 12s there's no point in getting fake jordan 12s Yeah. Like,
1: Get them pretty much for the same price.
0: Yeah, I just as long as you don't say that they're real, I really don't have a problem. What was the other thing you said about fakes? I was gonna touch on.
1: Oh, they gotta be else. good ones. That good ones. I gotta I think be- so.
0: Oh, have you ever had like have you? Oh, um. You oh said yeah, I did,
1: did. I did own a pair, and I had no idea. It was for,
0: for yourself or that you were selling.
1: Myself, I, oh. it's a it's a it's a good story actually. So I was on Depop, and I did not have a sneaker reselling account. It was just my golf account and i know everyone's gonna say it's a bit basic but i'm someone that just buys what i like i didn't buy them because i saw them off of tiktok or anything like that but obsidians
0: it's it's not it's not basic it's like it's if anything it's becoming basic to not do that like people are buying shoes because they see it somewhere else not because they like it so
1: yeah so that's just a pair that caught my eye i saved up enough money from reselling golf that i was like all right, I'm going to buy myself a pair in Obsidian's. This is the one that I want. <laughs> so I went out to Melrose. Um, nobody had my size if they were there taxing, obviously. And most people know that now, but me back then, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, so I went on Depop. The girl had goat verification, all this kind of stuff. I bought the pair off of her. I get a notification saying that her PayPal was not attached. So if she did not attach her PayPal to her Depop account within 10 days um, the money would not go through. So I kept telling her, but she was being very rude. Um, kept lying about shipping and she wasn't like, she was all over the place. I get the shoes and they're tossed in a box just all over the place. Like I have a video actually, but they were just a mess when I got them and I was like, whatever. Okay. So (laughs) so I keep telling her, girl, you gotta attach your PayPal or else it's not going to go
0: through. She's but you had already got the sh- shoes.
1: Came through at that point because it's Depop. It was quick. I think she was like in California. So, I, anyways, it was super. It was super drawn out. Like everything. She hadn't got the money, but she wasn't checking. She was just like, and I kept telling her. Anyways, I I gave <laughs> up. I was like, fine. You're gonna give me the shoes, and I guess they're mine. I, I they're keep free. trying. Yeah, I kept trying, but I've, I'm a big person where my guilty conscience doesn't yeah, resonate yeah. well with me. I I hate it. So whatever. I keep the obsidians. She never said a word. I'm like. I don't understand what's going on here, but whatever. So I'm messing around with check, check. I found out check, check is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a black light, mm-hmm. my first black light. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to run it across my <laughs> shoes. So I start learning, right? I noticed that one of the, I forgot what part lit up. And I was like, oh, that doesn't seem right. Probably the
0: sole. I like, I think it was the, actual, marks, like,
1: the Jordan logo. I think. Ah. So I was like, that doesn't look right. I look up videos online, like, Oh, like this does not look right. And there were seven men. So seven men rare. is super rare. Yeah. So I was like, okay, this doesn't seem right. So then I run them through check, check, fake. I'm like, oh my God, no way. And by this time, like I had already bought a few pairs. I had two pairs of Yeezys and then I had a pair of uh, light smoke gray highs. But you never
0: ended up paying for these.
1: I never ended up paying for them. So it didn't matter, but it was also <laughs> just a bummer. It's like, okay, well now it adds up why she wasn't like hella pressed over the money. Cause it's like. She knew
0: they were fake. So so then, like if it's so weird. It's such a weird fake, situation. Like I would still want them. I mean, if and I, I was going to do And that. I found
1: this out, like, I want to say, like, Almost a year later, it was super weird. <laughs> really? Literally, like I'd had them for so long. So then a buddy of mine, who's my same size, was like, "I want them. Like, I'll take them." He's like, "I'll give you a hundred bucks." I was like, "Bet." So I just sold them to him yeah, for a hundred bucks. He oars them all the time. He beats them up, whatever. But super, super weird situation. But that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. Obviously, the fakes. So I've
0: I've never been the best with like legit checking. I'm kind of a second opinion guy. Yeah. Or like, or this is what I see. You might want to go get a second opinion. Yeah. From there. Uh, I've had a couple fakes come through and I don't realize it. I had one where like I actually sold it and then I refunded it. I sent yeah. my money back. It was like a whole thing. But there was one that I got and I wasn't sure if they were fake or not. But they were check check hadn't existed or it wasn't really a thing at this time. And everybody was saying that they were cool. But Yeezys are really hard to it was a pair of V two Oreos. And it was really hard to check. I ended up selling it. I actually ended up getting scammed off of it. It was like I don't know how, but I I ended up not getting paid for it. Yeah. And then found out like later that they were fake, and I was like, you know, if someone's gonna scam me, at least they scam me for some.
1: Yeah, fakes. exactly. Like.
0: <laughs> but yeah, the uh, the whole fake like I remember when Yeezys were like at their height, and and fakes were going for like above retail.
1: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: And and that's the, like that's the thing is like with like sneakerheads want their stuff to be real mm-hmm. and other people who look at sneakerheads they're like oh i can't get face because then they're gonna look at me whatever no we're not no we're not yeah. that's why we're the sneakerheads and you're not get exactly. the shoes that you like because they look cool you don't have to get them because they're real if like i don't even know like what to what to compare that to that's like it's like saying you're a big foodie
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you only go to mcdonald's
1: yeah see to me like just to clarify I don't care if you're wearing fakes as long as you're not flaunting them as real. And yeah. also just me personally, I'm not a huge fan of them for myself. I would probably I, – I would never buy a pair of fakes for myself.
0: It's just that like at a certain point, you just – there's no point in adding a fake into your rotation. Yeah, exactly. Like you have better stuff. Like you would never wear it. You would never need it.
1: Yeah, it's like, an investment to me. Like because I pay very smart on my shoe collection, Um, when, I, when the time comes that I need to sell it, I – I don't think I've ever lost money. Yeah. I think I've always made like a really good amount of money. Like For example, um, I bought a pair of Spartan Dunks, the green version Yeah, Spartan Dunks, but um, I bought a pair brand new, and I usually don't buy brand new, but obviously it's a new release um, for 210 and now they're going for over $300 in mm. that size. So I'm selling that pair to get the Yellow Strike for 140 which is a pair that's gonna go up. I mean, they're super high Did quality.
0: You- where the Spartans?
1: yeah only a couple times
0: still yeah. it's a 210 it's even. still like 300 should be i yeah
1: i'm gonna put them up for around there but like it's just crazy to me that like i don't know i just feel like it's such an investment to you know even if you're spending that money and a lot of people don't want to spend that kind of money but also just paying smart is a really good idea in the long run because you can do things like that like i it's super beneficial and that's why if i want a new personal i sell one that i already have mm-hmm. because i'm so tired of taking so much profit away from myself i want to just keep building my capital that
0: and you're going to run out of room
1: exactly <laughs> like yeah
0: i'm struggling with having them like space yeah. in my room and yes i know it's taken being taken out by a lot of random beater vans but yeah. that's also what i like there's like, I've talked about grail hunting and I've talked about, or we talked, or they talked about it with Connor. I wasn't on that episode, but I've hunted for shoes for yeah. years and it's because I want to pay some more. If I wanted my Vapor VaporMaxes or my, my North Face old schools or my Woody old schools, like now, I have to pay $500. Yeah. I want to pay $500. I've stayed patient for like three, four years for all of them. I got like all of those shoes. I could not, I could not find for under $400 at any point in the past three, four years. Yeah. Woody's, I think I paid 120 um north face old schools i paid 60 and beat Vapor favorite max i played 140 and it's just like you just kind of wait for one to pop up and you take yeah. it. and that's like the good thing about me wanting shoes that are not sought after people are willing to take that money because nobody else wants it yeah and so like when i find a pair of palace vans that go for retail they go for like under retail marquee. like someone should be able to like no one's going to be able to tax yeah. if i wanted mochas that'd be impossible to find for like a good price yeah it's because everybody wants it yeah it's a good looking shoe but like it's not really me so i wait for the use like kobe 8s kobe 8s took me forever kobe and i got them for Oh, i got them for like 140 really oh i cannot find a kobe 8 any color that has like traction that's not flat for under 300
1: finding steals like that for personals is the best failure
0: it's so mm-hmm. it's so nice oh kairi speed creams you know the Kyrie team yeah. you know yeah. how much they go for
1: no, but I actually saw them in a video the other day, and I was like... They're
0: so hard to find. That's a
1: crazy like concept to me. I think that's I so cool, that. though.
0: I love Krispy. I
1: would never wear those personally, but I think it's sick.
0: I would easily... When the rec center opens up here, I'm going to go balling them. Yeah. I They go for like $300, mm-hmm. 350 $100. Yeah, that's sick. Shout out to Golden Finds in Sonoma. He was actually a sneaker company. He said, what's up? And I I bought them off of him, and I Facetime one of my friends who's like really big into basketball shoes, especially Kyrie's. And then I flipped the camera on the on the carries and he just went he was like oh he was going crazy yeah. he's like oh i'm so jealous blah, blah. and then a year later uh the guy that sold it to me comes up to our booth at sneaker uh, yeah sneaker con and he reintroduces himself it's kind of hard to tell with the mask and everything it's been a year yeah I but i show him the video i was like this video was literally taken like 20 minutes after yeah like i bought it off of you He's like you don't realize how much you hooked me up on my grail yeah i owe you big time yeah <laughs> and yeah shout out to him I I still owe him I owe him a big favor but
1: no that's cool because that's how the best connections are made too yeah
0: such a cool guy definitely go follow Golden Finds on Instagram Um, go follow Baja.Cakes with a Z yep yep on Instagram Uh, you can expect what bi-monthly story sales
1: yeah, probably. I mean, my next one's in like a week, so.
0: All right. All right. Hopefully, yeah, this should be this should be loaded up by then. Do you have a yeah. date on it or?
1: Um, not exactly yet cuz I'm still waiting on a couple of packs. One of them's actually um it won't show tracking. Ooh. So, and it was I think a 1.5k deal,
0: so oh. a lot of money there.
1: So, we're hoping it turns up, but so far it hasn't.
0: So. Definitely go show some love, get yeah. some money in her pocket if it's in the next couple of weeks. Right now, it's August 31st, so I'm gonna say the beginning of September. Should yeah, be definitely. Up there. Definitely. Yep. All right. We gonna wrap it up thank you Devin for being here
1: thank you for having me
0: of course and it, we might have to do I've been talking to like a lot of people who have been on the podcast I really want to do like an all-star podcast
1: yeah no that would be sick
0: might have to get a zoom and like either filter some people in or like do like three people at a time or I don't know but yeah. like, I think I'm gonna let the listeners or like our our followers vote on who they want back
1: yeah that would be a super cool concept be, I think for sure
0: at the very least like an IG live panel yeah people join doing stuff. So but yeah so this was this was definitely fun obviously again follow baja.kicks with a z on instagram you already know the drill m and resale um our sneaker con video is up in live school starting up everybody good luck in school stay safe signing off it's mateo
1: it's devin baja kicks
0: and we'll catch you guys in the next one